0: What up? What up? What up? This is Kels, um, at KMGZ on Twitter. So thanks for asking Kels Radio. I'm back, episode 164. Um, how's everybody doing? I hope everybody's well. I'm actually good today, and I I feel like talking, so this show might be um a little spicy. Um, first of all, I apologize. I got to have the air on. I actually just sat here for 15 minutes waiting for the air to kick in because I had. Uh, sweat trickling down my back, and when the sweat, when that bead of sweat go down the middle of my back, I am irritated, um, you know, send me, sell me down south, whatever, I'm not picking no more cotton, I'm not doing shit, I'm gonna lay here, I'm just, I'm over, it's, it's I'm through and tired, so, I had to uh, dry that sweat up, Um, on that note, like, dog, oh, like, I, listen, I'm a summer baby, I love the summer, I'm not, i but, like, this humidity is is oppressive. Like it, it'd be like 75, 78, like not super hot, but like it's like just getting boiled in a pot. Like it's it's horrible. And when it don't rain to cool it off, it's just like, oh my god. Um Yeah, so uh I'll try to filter out that air as much as possible. Um Okay. So um let's see. Well, what are we you do yours and negative. Well, actually, let me let me start because sometimes I forget on the end. Um, I just want to give a shout out and thank everybody that's been tweeting me and telling me personally and in other places that y'all like this podcast, it's y'all favorite podcast, and retweeting me and amplifying me. I really appreciate it. Um, I know that you know everybody's podcasting now, and you know niggas got fancy blog pages and and you know all these sponsors and all that shit. That's great, but like that's I mean. You know, I ain't going to never turn down no money, but, like, my goal with this, I've told y'all before, was to put this perspective out, which I wasn't hearing, but also, like, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to change anything of what I'm doing to attract anybody. Like, whoever's going to want to come here is going to come here for just like this is. So, I know there's, you know, people give me all kind of advice, and I appreciate it. Some of I do, some of I don't, but... I don't want to, I don't want to, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and when they start with the trying to get the sponsors and trying to attract this, it starts to get a little corny, and I just don't want that. Like, whoever, whoever listens to this, listens, tells me, because I know, because y'all tell me, that y'all listen to this from my perspective, so my perspective's not going to change, so if I, if y'all hear me on here one day, like, selling Magnum condoms to y'all, or like Roach Spray or whatever, then you like, whatever, y'all know that's who who I attracted, but like, I'm not... So, and anyway, appreciate y'all. Thank you. Rate me, tweet me, tell your friends, and all that. But like, some of the unsolicited advice—you should do this, you should do that. Look, I know, I, y'all. I got a lot going on. I told y'all I'm trying to move. I'm trying to take. I'm trying to do a lot of things that cost a lot of money. Alright, I got this expensive ass mic, this mic is not cheap, I know I need the other piece, I'm gonna get y'all that studio sound, I will, just bear with me, I live in New York City, the rent is fucking high, um, I don't make that much, and my money go a lot of different ways, and, um, you know, I'm not gonna beg on the internet, like, if y'all wanna send me something, cool, but I'm not gonna beg on the internet, like, I just don't, I'm very sensitive about that, because when you start taking niggas money, then niggas want to give you advice and do this and do that, I ain't got time for it. I'm going do what the fuck I want to do, and I'm saying say what the fuck I want to say and y'all can listen and not listen um, alright, so that's enough of that, so moving on, yours in negritude, um uh well, alright, I, I probably, um shot my load a little early last week, giving it to both Beyonce and Rihanna for the British Vogue cover, because now it's nothing this week and the joint's still, well I think I don't know if they're out physically, but I know the Beyonce article came out. Um, Listen, childbirth sounds horrible. Um, That's all I got to say on that, um, on the article. Um, But whatever. You know, I know a lot of y'all got kids, and I'm sure motherhood is great. I mean, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's a life-changing experience. But I'm just a little bored by, um, is one word, I'm just tired of all these great women, Serena Williams, Beyonce, all these great women that are doing all these fantastic things, it always comes down to motherhood, oh, she, like, I don't care, I'm sorry, I'm glad she, she had a complicated pregnancy, I'm glad she pulled through and all that, Serena, same thing, glad y'all didn't die, but I don't give a fuck, like, I'm tired, it is so... Basic, like hey, these women go to the moon and they come back and they gotta talk about their pregnancy. It's so uninteresting. I don't care. Like I get okay. I'm glad you survived. I get it, but like oh, this this, this they on a um. From what I what I just read a world breaking tour. It's the same on the run two, the exact same tour as on the run one. They keep getting y'all to pay for the same tour. Hey, God bless. I'm not doing it. But from what I've read, record breaking. Um, you know, I just I just hate the way women. I and I, I get it. You know, for Serena Williams, it was her first baby, and she, but I understand, but, like, Serena got all these goddamn Wimbledons, and, all, and And not, I mean, even without the baby, like, she's fucking up there in years, and and still, you know, competing, and still the best in the world, like, I don't know, maybe I'm brambling, and maybe I just don't get it, but I've just, I just find, I find when they, that that pregnancy is the least... I mean, because anybody can do it. Like I'm saying, I mean, not anybody. I know it's people are infertile, but it's like that's that, oh, women. We all they don't focus on men. Men don't have a whole articles about becoming fathers, and we ain't seen the article yet on Jay Z t- uh, talking about being a father and, and having a bit Not yet, because why would you? Because he's Jay-Z, and you get a chance to sit down with Jay-Z, you ain't gonna ask him, well, what's it like to change pampers? Like, they ask women that all time, I just find it uninteresting, I find it basic, and, you know, I don't know, I don't know how many times you can talk about that shit, I don't know how many times you can tweet it, I, I, I forgot she had them motherfucking twins, I seen the one picture, I, I whatever, I'm a Blue Ivy fan, I don't care about the other two kids, God bless them, um, you know, moving on, so all that is along yours and negative to say I probably really ain't got one this week, because I want to give it again to Rihanna, but I haven't read an article yet so I want to, first of all I got to get the British Vogue, um, I looked I got the, uh you gotta wait till it comes out. When it come, when it before it come out, niggas be trying. I, I went online. It was like $150. Why the fuck would I ever pay you $150 for a British Vogue magazine? I could fucking probably call a stranger in in Britain on WhatsApp and be like, "Hey, bro, if I send you $20, would you get me and send me the magazine?" He'd <laughs> probably do it cheaper than that. So um, I'll get it. But whenever her article's released, I'll, I'll read it. Um, So I don't know. What's I don't think I have of yours. Um. Well, no. Nah, y'all don't give it to that, because y'all... Politics don't. ain't really my thing. Um, alright, so let's move on for that. Alright, so, current events. Um, the Manafort trial. Uh, not gonna say too much on that other than, uh, Paul Manafort is dedicated to this criminal shit. This nigga was taking all the money from all the criminals and all the Russians and buying tacky leather coats and nigga dressed like Paulie from, uh, Paulie Walnuts from The Sopranos. Um, I it's just... I mean look, you gotta respect the gangster. Yeah, they're all treasonous traitors and they all gonna go, you know, under the bottom of the Florence Correctional facility in, in Florence, Oklahoma, but um which is already underground, the whole jail's underground, they will put them under that. But, you know, hey, I listen, I respect the dude that when they get caught you know, they don't flip, they don't snitch. Hey, I'm going to go to trial, whatever, you got to prove it on me. You know, he's dedicated. He's dedicated to the criminal life. He's dedicated to his sweatsuits, his feet and his his leather jackets. So, um, but what's interesting about it is I think this is like, I've been saying, you know, I don't know, I know it looks like nothing is going to occur, but I, 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 Robert Mueller is being very Deliberate and very slow, and typically when federal prosecutors do I mean it took them like i think they say eight years to prosecute John Gotti and the mob, and my I listen to this podcast called Mafia and they talk about how they build the cases against his guys that 's one of the reasons why you don't really want to go against the federal government because when they come for you, they have wiretaps and evidence going back to ten years well, ten years ago you was doing this, and then we flipped and they, you don't know how many people they' have flipped in the meantime, so um the point of that is I think this trial is really, for people who are paying attention are not completely brain dead I mean, if you're paying attention and not completely brain dead you already know that this fucking president is corrupt and knew about all this shit because there's no way he didn't but it's starting to show wait a minute you know, what they're doing is they're going after these guys and getting people to flip they're getting people to testify and we're getting more and more information and, he's, and that's going to roll up and eventually it's going to be to the president I personally think, I know it looks bad but uh, you know I just feel like there's machinations in the background and things in the background that are going to start to occur, particularly if this blue wave, which I've said before I'm skeptical of. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just skeptical because there's a few things. If this blue wave comes through and then it looks like it really can be something done, I think we're going to really start to see chips fall, and then we're going to see really how much um, information and evidence they have. I kind of feel like right now it's like, why am I going to put all my shit on the table when we know they're not going to do nothing? Let's wait. Because, again, it only takes one or two. And if you flip the right person and the right names car coming out, because these Republicans, it ain't, it, listen, it ain't just Trump and, and them. I told y'all last week, more of these motherfuckers knew. The extent to which they knew, is we don't know, but they fucking knew. So, um, yeah, it's going to get really spicy, but... So I wanted to mention it, you know I'm not, I hate I cannot talk about the politics, I just bring you know, interesting shit up when excuse me, when it comes up, and one of the interesting things um, is so we learned today that apparently um Omarosa has been taping your man um, I'm not surprised uh, Mule, what they say, Comey, no, Comey didn't tape him, Comey took notes, uh, Michael Cohen taped him, I mean clearly he's a guy, I mean the guy's a perfume. He, clearly he's a guy you can take um, I just think it 's funny that people da- people are still not sure if there 's just this, this steel dossier i 'm positive there 's a steel dossier number one because british intelligence doesn 't it's not a America we are a very foolish silly, stupid country. All this partisanship and political bullshit we do over here does not go i mean it goes on other places but it's it's not it 's not foolishness those people over there. Really believe in that shit. Like they, the the parties they're in, they they have a, sp- a specific stance and they believe it. it's not just this partisan bullshit. So when I hear that somebody from British intelligence um, put together a dossier, has a, put together a dossier and gave it to the United States because they were concerned that they were trying to interfere in our elections. I have no reason to doubt that because the British don't do foolery. The British don't do fuckery for what? They don't, you know, say they have things for you know clicks and likes and shit like that. Particularly not British intelligence. I work with British intelligence the whole time, I and mean, they pains an the ass. Them motherfuckers document like a motherfucker. Them motherfuckers don't make a move without five pieces of paper. It makes them a pain in the ass because when you got you want to go get a dude right now. You, we don't even fuck call y'all because y'all gonna want ten pieces of paper and watch somebody for two weeks and how do we know anybody got time for that? So we will cut them out of a lot of shit just because they paint in the ass. So, um, you know, I, I just I, Amorosa. Who knows what she got? Maybe she got him on tape saying nigger. Maybe she got him on tape trying to slide her a chubby. I don't know. I'm not interested. I'm. I, I'm. He's a dummy. But, you know, I doubt that he would say anything too, uh, incriminating around her. I mean, what's she gonna expose that? He's racist? We aren't, you know, duh. We already know that. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that people think that Michael Cohen could've taped them, that Omarosa could've taped them. Who else? Who who else knows who taped them? but it's, you know, don't believe that the Russians could have a tape of this man acting a fool where they've been fucking cultivating him for 10, 15, 20 years. You think they don't have nothing on him on tape? Ridiculous. Um, So, yeah, moving on from that. I'm a roaster. You know, I I see your game, sis. You're trying to get a new hustle. You stay trying to get a check. You're probably going to sell these tapes to, I don't know, TMZ or whoever paid the most money. Um, You're not fooling me. All right. um, What do I want to say for last? I don't even want to talk about that no more. Um, All right. So, I'm going to – I'm not going to do a review, but I've I've been telling you all about – uh sharp objects for the past the couple weeks and I'm gonna continue to tell y'all cause the show is good. The show is really, really good. This is I watch a lot of true crime. I watch a lot of drama. I watch a lot of uh I don't know what uh Who Done It's like clever, witty, suspenseful movies a lot. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, um I don't know, on down. Every, I love movies in that genre. Um smart ones, good ones, not stupid shit good smart ones that are either based on really good books, you know, Gone Girl um, which is Jillian Flynn who also wrote the books that Sharp Objects are based on, oh, this is my genre of movie I've seen a lot I, I've, I've watched them a lot um, and, and Sharp Objects is one that I have not yet, been, I, well I think I think I figured it out I went through and I watched... I already had a a suspicion. Just because when you watch enough of these movies with the twists, and you kind of... There's only so many twists you can have. You know, there's only so many ways you can spin the story. And still be good. Like, I'm talking about without jumping the shark, or without being just stupid and ridiculous, which a lot of these shows are. And a lot of people, oh, it's so good. No, it's not really. The plot is ridiculous. The writing is terrible. Uh, I saw that coming a mile away. Um, I'm talking about of the good ones. There's only so many twists and plots and, and turns you can... You can do and have it still be good. So I went back through and I watched it again. Because I'm like, so for y'all that are watching it, y'all are know. For those who haven't or, and they're not, I'm not going to spoil anything. But the plot of Sharp Object is written again. Jillian Flynn, she's an author. She wrote Gone Girl. She wrote, she wrote, um, she's got, she's got a series of books that are really good. She's a good author. And so this is about, um, there's a murder there's some murders in this small two girls have been murdered in this small town one of them got found out by a creek another one was like propped up publicly and her teeth are knocked out um teenage girls like 13 14 young girls and amy um i always want to call her amy adams is amy adams yes amy adams plays camille who she's from that town but she moved long ago she's reporting out in st louis they send her down to the town to write this story um, she's the daughter of the richest, most prominent woman in the in the town. The woman owns the the, the town is the whole industry there is, is hog farms or whatever hogs. I don't know what they do. And she owns it, so her family is you know super rich and um you know very prominent. And she her sister died, she has a younger sister. She had a younger sister that died when she was young. She's an alcoholic. You know her family is very damaged. Her mother is a mess. It's just her family life is horrible. She cuts herself she writes words on herself um, she's marked all up and anyway, the part of the story is who's killing these girls and why, so as we watch the story Camille is, has flashbacks she's, you know, something happened to her when she was in her youth and made her leave the town well, I don't know if it made her leave the town, but she did leave town uh, but she was like, the, when she was young in high school she was again, she's the richest girl in town she's the popular, she's the head cheater, cheerleader she was it, right, running shit now she's back home trying to figure this out, and um so it's like, who killed these girls? She had, now she has a, a younger half sister, um, named Alma, and who I happen to think is the killer. For reasons I'll keep to myself because I don't want to spill it no more but I, I started I was picking up clues as I went along little thing because again you know I've watched a lot of these and you can just kind of see what the twists are and what the plots are and what it's going to be like okay no it's probably going to be this that that you know Professor Plum in the dining room with the candlestick oh no but this one maybe it's the rope you know that type of shit so I've been watching it and then I went back through because I was missing things I was like ah, I'm missing stuff because it's one of the, it's one of those shows where you have to really pay attention because everything. Mean something, and things that are seem in, inconsequential are not, right? So I had to go back, and I had to watch, and I was I saw it was a couple scenes that I already first when I so when it first started, I thought Camille might have been doing it. I was like, I think Camille, but then I was like, no, nah, it's not possible. Um, so then my second suspect came up and I was like okay I think it's her I just don't know why and there's a couple things you know that had to be explained so I went back watching the story watch so I'm looking for key scenes and the stuff I'm noticing at first let me say the performances in this movie are really great and that's where the clues are the actors the things they say the little things they do there'll be scenes where you know you'll be Watching the main scene, but the actor off to the side is, like, glancing away or doing something, and it matters. Like, you you have to pay attention, because if you don't, you'll miss it. So everybody in this town, it seems like well, put it like this. There's there's a, a killer killing young girls in this town. But everybody is walking around la-di-da like they're not worried about it, right? Two teenage girls. So, so it's a small town, so you have the rich people, the, the money people, and then you have the poor white trash. So, But the girls that are being murdered are the, rich, are the rich people. Okay, that's already unusual. So we know it's rich people. So that means it's somebody that got gumption enough to murder rich girls in a small-ass town. Because, I mean, you know, y'all live on the other side of the town. You can't just walk these... It's one of them towns where, you know, the rich just run run up. So you're not as a as a poor who works for, you know, the one lady who owns everything, you're not just gonna run up on a random, you know, rich girl type joint. So small town in Missouri. So I'm noticing little things, and I'm picking up little things. People got different theories. I don't agree with most of them just because I just don't. It would be too easy. And plus I just some of them I don't feel feel like some people think that um, Amma, that Camille is really Alma's mother. I just don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. The characters, they don't, she, the character of Camille, she doesn't interact with Alma like she thinks. Like, she, she, I just don't see it. I don't see it, and I don't think it's feasible either because of the age and different things. Like, I just don't think, and I just don't feel like the character will react to her the way she does if that was really her kid. Um, but it's just really good. Like, it, it it keeps me guessing. Like I think I know what's going on, but I really don't know. Like I have no idea. I could be totally wrong. But I think the person who I think it is is correct. And I cheated a little bit because the I just I asked somebody who read the books to tell me if the person I if it wasn't the person that I thought it was. I didn't just tell me who it was. I was like, look, I think it's this person. If it's not that person, tell me. I basically I want to eliminate because then I feel like all right. Well, let me figure out who it is so I think I know who and that person conversed, I think I know who it is and I think I know why, not positive but I think I know why, there's some key scenes in this last episode that kind of, I think are leading me in the right direction and it's little stuff like just little stuff you got to know you have to pay attention the performance is really good when the mother says something to them, their reaction, what they say back when the people when people are talking, people in the background who are reacting, Elizabeth Perkins is in it doing a really good job like it's good so sharp objects if again, I told y'all last week if you, I heard a lot of people say, "Oh, I watched first episode, I gave up, you fucked up. the first episode is is setting things up, is really, really good, it's really, it's, it's really suspenseful, and I can't, I'm, I have not, most of these, most of these shows by three, four, five, I'll be like, alright, yeah, this happened and that happened because I'll, again, I watch so many, you kind of see these plot twists and turns coming, Jillian Flynn, though, she's no she's known for a twist, she's known for a twist, but this is really good, like, I, I, I have so many questions, I think I know what's going on, but I still don't know how, I think it's gotta be somebody else involved, but I don't know who it would be, I don't know what the shit going, Camille got something, something happened in Camille's past, Um, the, the, it's, it's really good. It's the, the, um, the one who plays Adora, the mother forgot her name. Excellent actress doing the performances are great. She's doing a really good job. Um, I just, I, I, it's only like four, it's only, it's in one of those HBO miniseries that Amy Adams says she ain't doing a second season because she can't go back to, because Camille's character is really dark. And she's like, I cannot go back to that. So it's only going to be one season and it's almost over. So, um, can't recommend it enough. Um, what else? Um, the Oscars are putting forth a popular movie category. I think that's poo. I think, you know, I guess they're trying to reach out to make the, you know, their, their um, broadcasts are not the most. They're too long. They're trying to, you know, make them popular. It's not about popular movies. It's about a broader range and consideration of movies and performances, y'all, With there are all kind of, you know, Asian movies, Indian movies, black movies out here that don't get the recognition, and then y'all do it like one year, like Oscar So White or whatever, it's like all old white people movies that y'all nominate, and not that those movies aren't good, some of them, eh, and I'm gonna be honest, like, I'm gonna be honest, Get Out, I liked it, I don't know if it was no Oscar movie, I guess for screenplay because the story was original, okay, but I didn't watch that like this no Oscar movie and that's no shade I'm glad he won but like you know uh, whatever I just feel like they was like going out of their way oh let's find a black movie here's one Moonlight yes Moonlight was good but there's so many mother other movies out there that that could have got it that could have been eligible you know and I would rather that occur. I don't, fucking popular movie category, that's what VMAs are for. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Kevin Hart and Tyler Perry winning no goddamn Oscars for popular movies. Who cares? Lots of movies are popular. Fucking X-Men is popular. Should it win an Oscar? I don't think so. Alright? And the kind of people who complain about popular movies when they don't, they not, they not cinema, they don't know good film anyway. They go watch all that stupid shit and be like, oh, this should win an Oscar. Should it? Really? Um, so I don't want that. Like, I, I just think, y'all need younger, y'all need as everything in the United States, we need these old white people out. The day of the Geechee is over. It is time to move on. Step down. We need youthful people. When need mean more diversity, we need more people of color so that we can have more perspectives and more eyes. So, Because y'all are not going to see the same movies that we are, clearly. Um, I still ain't, whatever the movie was, The Fish, Fucking the Lady, I, I'm not going to see that. And I've heard people say it was good. I have no interest. Like, nah. Um... But um, that's what I would rather see. I, don't think a po- I think that the problem is that you're not diverse enough and you're not interesting enough. It's not about a popular movie. It's about more movies in the category. It's about giving the awards to the right people. Denzel fucking Washington should have won from Malcolm X. Then y'all bought him up there for fences and still ain't giving him the award. He was good in fences. I hated Troy. I hated motherfucking Troy. I hated his ass. He should have won. It's like shit like that. Like y'all nominate people and then y'all get award to some random ass shit nobody saw. Like that's the type of shit that people are tired of. Get the give nominate the right movies, and give it to the right people. Spike Lee should have won Best Director for goddamn Malcolm X. Steven Spielberg should have won Best Director for goddamn Color Purple. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi's won some Oscars. But, like, that's what we want. We want more inclusion. We want more diversity. We want a broader... Scope. We don't want no popular. That's not. That's not what we're talking about. Like, oh, so what? Y'all gonna have the popular movie category? We know what's gonna happen. Throw all the nigga movies in there, and then still gonna give shit out to the same old old white shit. Listen. I know y'all don't elect Trump, and y'all think y'all it back time, but y'all not. Demographics are still moving. We are black, we are Latino, we are Asian. We want to see ourselves. I'm about to go see dirty, rich Asians, and I can't wait. We want to see ourselves. We are tired of the bullshit. We've been watching y'all white movies since movies been movies, and we've been relating, and we've been empathizing, because stories are universal. Stuff like love, emotion, murder, whatever the... the, the, the um themes of these movies are. They're universal. Only white people think, oh, well, if it's not a white person then I can't relate. You're a fucking fool. What are you talking about? We watch y'all shit all the time and we relate. We watch goddamn slave movies and we relate like we're tired of that shit we're tired of this shit okay the United States is a multicultural country it has always been a multicultural country the culture that you have is from black people I'll keep saying it you can get mad if you want to rock and roll jazz hip hop everything that is quintessential American is from black people the blues all of that y'all didn't have shit y'all was a pilgrim fucking nation y'all brought us over here the Latinos came yeah they got their culture too but they jump on our shit just like everybody else okay okay Hip hop is, is, is from us. Pop music started out from us. The blues started out from us. Rock and roll started out from us. Y'all took our y'all took our shit and stole it, you know. Not really, but y'all took our shit and shine y'all y'all shine the light on y'allselves doing our shit. Y'all ain't really steal it, but because we still do it. And whatever the next hot shit, because hip hop is over now. Like this shit is like suburban kid music. Whatever the next shit is gonna be, it's gonna be us creating that also. Um. But that's what we want. We don't want a popular movie category. We want more gay stories. We want more diverse movies to be considered. We want more performances to be considered. We want more people who look like us to be considered. If the Screen Actors Guild and Golden Globes can figure it out, the Oscars can figure it out. And if you can't, then perhaps the people you have who are making the decisions are the problem. Maybe you need to move out Barb and, and Peter and Barb and Jan out of the way because they're not what's hot. Um, you know, I don't know how the United States is, Is I don't know how y'all think that you know, all these 70, 80 year olds are, are still gonna be can still be it, like it's, it's it's just don't work like that, like shit is moving on and y'all just need to get out the way um I lost my pen and scratch off my categories and it is fucking vexing me so, with my organization alright, um ah, I'll save that for last, I really, oh so if y'all follow me on Instagram, Genghis Kells, y'all see, I have to. I'm gonna make the announcement. So I'm waiting for my supplies, but um, I got a brand. I got a brand ambassador endorsement for a group called um, Gay Girls Rock. I've I've, I've said on here before. I've been looking for stuff to do, gay stuff to do. I don't want to do nothing boring. I don't want to do nothing I don't like, and I'm tired of straight shit. Like I'm sorry, I am. Like I I, I love y'all, but like, I, I you know I've been looking for shit to do and something that I can like, you know, be fly with. So, um, I got on with this um. So, I'm going to be shouting it out and I'll send you all the codes and all that. I'm going to be going to the event. So, but um, I posted on Genghis Kells and a lot of y'all gave me shout outs and, and congratulations. So, thank you. This is just one of many. I'm telling y'all, I'm trying to get out of this fucking cubicle. Well, not in a cubicle. I'm off of this desk and, you know, somewhere else. Um, if I had a pen, I would scratch that off. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm definitely going to say that for last because, I just wanted to mention real quick, not real quick, but I wanted to mention. Um, So today or yesterday, I think it was today, or maybe last night, Jack from Twitter put out some long string of tweets. I didn't read it, but the gist of it was that he was not going to block Trump and all these right-wing groups because, you know, he needs to provide a platform for debate. couple things. First thing is, you know... Jack from Twitter and Zuckerberg and I won't say Gates because he don't really feel in, in, this, in this category but you know these tech guys these super rich tech guys who invent these, these programs and these platforms and these apps that happen to blow up we for some reason um, subscribe to them knowledge and expertise and smarts that they don't have and I don't understand why that is. Mark Zuckerberg was a nerdy guy who went to Harvard and started a, a, a um, social networking site because he was mad that some girl broke up with him. And basically the, base, the, the beginning of the site was to, like, basically shame girls or mark girls as ugly or whatever the fact. And the shit blew up. Fine. Granted. No problem. But what? Why do people think he has? He should be in charge of making social decisions and 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 who you know what should be done with people's information and what should be done with data and what we should do with Nazis? Like why is he giving that difference He doesn't know. the nigga build an app? What the fuck does he know? Why do we think these tech guys because they are cause they're white white guys we're describing them with this genius? He built an app. You know how many people build apps? That doesn't mean that they should have say. First of all, your your media. You should should be regulated This is why we have regulations You should be regulated by FTC We fought a whole war Called World War II With the Nazis against Nazis and fascists And we won And one of the lessons that we were supposed To have learned from that war Was that you don't give everything A microphone You don't give everything a platform You don't allow hate to fester and, and, And propagate And become something that people think is, is a debate or hatred of people and minorities and, and wanting to exterminate whole races of people is just a point of view and that should be allowed to be expressed. You don't allow that because what happens is World War II and the Holocaust where 8 million Jews are murdered just because they are Jews. That's something we were supposed to learn from World War II. And I, we learned it for a little while, but apparently we have forgotten it now because all the people who fought in World War II have died or passed away, and these little spoiled snot-nosed kids that's running around now don't know anything but, um, you know, the spoils of war. And so now all of a sudden people think that the world was just sweet and nice like it was just all because it was, not because of all the millions of people who died in that world war to defeat those people and defeat that, that mentality and defeat those thoughts – and built up the Western civilization, and that is why we have been so safe and prosperous since the, since 1945 in the World War Two. People have forgotten that. They seem to think that this shit is just given, or this shit is just how it always was. It is not. And so now they've elected this idiot to the office, and now all these extreme right wing people are saying this. And it's it's so it's so tired because it's it's been defeated so many times like it we we fought a civil war same shit lost fought the world war 1 same shit lost it's 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 a it's not it but y'all keep hashing it up like it's some new idea like nazis really we ta- we 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 read hitler and all that shit hitler was a fucking failed artist like i just i don't I, twitter Jack from Twitter and Zuckerberg and all these people, they have way too much power. They have way too much info. Look, dude, you built the app. That's cool. It's a popular app. That's cool. We're not going to let you make decisions about whether or not we're going to allow Nazis. We're just going to tell you, no, we're not doing that. I don't give a fuck. You got a platform. It's not, it's not a debate. That's hate speech. They're advocating for hurting people and, and tearing children from their, their parents and all kind of bullshit, and that's not what we will be about, and we're not doing that. So, I'm not going to ask you what you're going to do. I'm going to tell you, listen, if you got these niggas allow, if you allowing hate speech and all this bullshit and, and Russian bots and all this nonsense to propagate on your platform, we're going to shut your fucking platform down, okay? Because that's what we do. We the FTC and we regulate the airwaves. And this app is is the airwaves, quote fingers. Like, I don't, you know, bringing Zuckerberg up to Congress and he going to promise that he's going it, it, it ain't, to, it ain't up to him. It ain't up to him your data that's our data that's our information that is personal and you don't get to say what what could be released and what can't be released and what's laws about that like you who are you dude you built the app i don't understand why we are giving these these guys so much say over these these guys are not they, they tech guys white tech dudes they have—they don't know anything about sociology, ethics, none of that shit we don't allow people like this is why we have regulations this is why we don't allow companies to police themselves this is why we have pollution rules this is why we have all the rules that we had set in place that they're trying to move away now because we don't allow companies to make those decisions like dude you're you a corporation I know y'all think y'all people but y'all not I know sorry I know that you think that, you know, I don't know, because you make a lot of money, that that means that you are somehow smart and should be able to decide on society, but no, we don't, that's not what we do. So, you know, to say that you're going to allow, oh, well, first of all, it's not a debate, okay, that Nazi shit, that right wing shit, that Mexicans are right—that's not debate. That's hate speech. It's racism. It's wrong. It's inaccurate. And and you don't L it like I've been keep saying. This whole two sides and everybody gets to say no—that's bullshit. Everybody doesn't get a say. If you're saying hateful shit, we don't have to allow you to say hateful shit. I don't. Why, I'm not gonna debate you when you're saying dumb shit. Or hateful shit or shit that's not true. I'm not gonna debate it's not a debate. You're wrong. We're gonna shout you down, we're gonna shut you up, we're gonna shun you, we're gonna run up on you on in restaurants. If you wanna insist on saying this shit, fine. We can we're not gonna tape your mouth shut, but there's gonna be consequences. And and this whole thing we're doing where if where people think that just because they wanna say something, it, it has equal weight as something else that's not true. Truth is the heavyweight champ of the world. Truth is Mike Tyson. Truth knocks out everybody. It it is above everybody. It is heavier than everybody. It is faster than everybody. You cannot take lies and fake news and and faulty logic and whatever the fuck y'all be talking about, because half the time I don't know, and put that up there with truth and say, oh, these are equal. They are not. These are facts. These are truth. These are things that we know to be true because we have studied them and we have tested them and we have verified them and we know it to be true not just some shit we ran on Facebook and ran with it because we're fucking ignorant and don't read and don't know anything These, this is true climate climate, um, um, change it's true scientists have studied it they've observed it they've done the clinicals they've done the trials they've done the tests and they, it's true it's a fact you can be over there and talk your nonsense that you want to say but it's nonsense and we don't have to listen to it and we're not and we don't have to give it the same weight as what is true and I don't I, I don't, I, I say this is my opinion I feel like all this shit started when regular people got, got uh, access to Facebook when Facebook was just you had needed a college email it was a controlled environment yeah you have some dumbasses on there but not like your paw paw who don't know a fucking fake link from you know a virus that you know, gonna shut his computer down. That they people who see something on the internet I think just because they see it is true, and they run off with these conspiracy theories that Hillary Clinton is running a a child, you know, molestation ring out of a, out of a fucking pizza shop because somebody posts a link to some fucking crack plot blog, and they think because it's a blog on the internet written by Stan down the street that that means it's so because they don't know that Stan down the street is not a a, a reliable source. It's on the internet; it must be true. This is when all this shit started happening, I'm telling you. When they start letting regular red regular degulars on Facebook. Now I don't need I ain't been on Facebook in years. And every time I see something posted or retweeted from Facebook, it's some nonsense. It's where all the dummies go. It's where all the idiots go. It's where they post the Willie Lynch letter and, and discuss it and all kind of other nonsense that has been been disproven all you gotta do is do a simple google or just read a little bit or just know a little bit about a little bit and you'll know that that shit is not true and I feel like that's what happened because anybody that wanted a perfect example yesterday something and it probably was a bot because them bots always got them avies that look like avatars and always some white blonde girl with a MAGA hat on it probably was a bot but the fact that it's a bot is not really the point because the fact is that people read it Retweeted it and thought it was valid And other people who knew it wasn't valid But still Reddit retweeted it To argue with it The girl um, was saying that You know because all these, these You know Trump has emboldened the racist, So now they, they want to call people niggers And they want to say all kind of shit And they want to do all kind of shit And then when they get fired from their jobs Or they get punched in the face Or they you know whatever happens And they want to holler about free speech free speech has nothing to do with your employer free speech prevents the government the United States government from suppressing speech it has nothing to do with a private employer your pro- your employer can fire you from whatever so some dipshit gets on the internet yesterday and she says oh people are keep saying that You know, Twitter should be able to, you know, knock people off their platform because it's a private company. But it's actually um, traded on the stock market, so it's not a private company; it's a public company. Sweetie, that's not that's that's not what people mean. Uh, Just because it is publicly traded on the stock market, meaning people can own its stocks, doesn't make it the government. Public, public in that sense means the government means the, the 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 um, organizations and and um, agencies and whatever else that are supported by tax dollars, government institutions, that's what is meant by public, not a corporation who has listed their stocks on the stock exchange. Twitter is a private company. It's not the government. It's an app that somebody built that people get on. And it's just stuff like that. Like, like. I'm just, I told y'all last week, I'm tired of stupid, I'm tired of stupidity, I'm tired of, there used to be a time when people who were ignorant and not educated and not smart and didn't know things, they would shut the fuck up because they would be ashamed to be to be exposed as being dumb or ignorant and not, well our grandparents a lot of our grandparents did not know how to read, because you know, black people weren't learning how to read they weren't literate, and they were ashamed, they didn't want to they didn't want to let people know, it's a whole scene of driving Miss Daisy, where Hope didn't want to let her know he couldn't read, why? Because it was shameful, because it used to be that not being educated was shameful and now though, it's not, people that just want to be loud and wrong, and they want to argue you down, they don't know shit they don't have no facts, they're just saying their opinions and how the fuck they feel And be wrong and strong and loud, and it's just like they don't think it's anything wrong with. And I'm I'm tired of that. Like, get these motherfuckers back down the hall. Get them back on the short bus. Get them back in their seats, strapped down with their helmets on. I'm tired of it. We gotta stop amplifying this bullshit. We gotta stop giving them the mic. Stop arguing. Stop debating. And I'm getting real. I'm getting better with that. I am getting a whole lot. I don't argue with people when I see that you don't have the range. I just, whatever, okay, you got it, you got it, all right, sure, sure, sure. I'm not going to argue with you, because why? Why am I going to waste my good brain cells, my good reading, my good literacy, my good research, my took time out to make sure that I don't sound a fucking fool, to make sure I know what the fuck I'm talking about, to argue with you a brick wall? Why? Why am I going to do that? So, you know... I just, I'm, I, I, I cannot, I, and it's, gotta come, it's got to come, it's going to happen. The pendulum has swung so far into ridiculousness now that it at some point it's, it has to swing back. It just has to. And I cannot wait. Even if it only swing halfway back, I cannot wait. I'm just tired of, stupid, of stupidity. I'm tired of stupid people. I'm tired of lowest common denominator. I'm tired of people being ignorant. I'm tired of people not knowing things. I'm tired of people being proud that they don't know things. I'm tired of people repeating just the same ignorant shit, uh, perfect example, just right before I got jumped on here, I told y'all about the Whitney um, movie where Whitney said that um, she was, Whitney and both of her brothers said that she was molested by um, Dee Dee Warwick's cousin. Well, today, Dion Warwick jumps on the tweets, I know for a fact that did not happen, and I'll never forgive that. That's how molestation in black families occurs, because people... Just don't want to deal with it and want to flat out. Them. Now, how would you know that they, first of all, all three of the kids said, said it? Whitney's gone now, but Whitney said it and her two brothers said it. So, either all, th- all three of those kids would be lying on your cousin for what? This is how molestation occurs in families, this is how the cycle continues because you cover it up and you don't want to deal with it. Oh, I know that. Had my sister, when well, you don't know anything, those children said they were molested, and they said she did it. Why would they lie? What reason would they have to lie about that? Children don't lie about molestation. They don't. But just shit like that, just just constant ignorance. Like, you don't know that. You don't know that she didn't molest them. Why would they lie about she molested? I'm sure you've heard that before. Because molestation... You know how it occurs because somebody gets molested and it gets covered up. They molest the next person. It goes so that means that it's been happening. Thank God, thank God, thank God. I ain't had no molestation in my family. I don't know anybody in my family that's been my immediate family has been molested. That's not something we have. Thank God. So, but I'm just just that. Like I'm just like it's. I just like it's 2018. We people have been, let's say, I don't know, civilized at least, like, you know, out of the trees, or wherever the fuck we came from, the primordial ooze, for like what, I mean, if you go back to Bible days, that's 2018, but we know it goes before, let's say 10,000 10, years, alright, I think that should go, take us, 10,000 BC, uh, yeah, I think that's the Egyptians, probably the very beginning, but whatever, all this time we've been on this earth. And, you know, for y'all to still be spouting the same shit that people were saying in, you know, 1700s, and the 1800s, in the 1900s, for y'all to still be saying the same shit, it's tired, it's through, you should be embarrassed, I don't understand why, I don't understand why people cling to ignorance, I just don't understand, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to do better, I don't understand, people are, this is, this is what kills me about a lot of people, I just said I've gotten better at arguing, and I have, but people always I don't understand people who don't want to get it right. I don't understand people who will argue things just so they can be right, or feel like they feel like they won the argument, but not be right. Shouldn't you want to be right? Shouldn't you want to get the answer right? I don't understand people who argue and don't know what the fuck you. you know you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This person knows what they are talking about, and you do not. Why are you arguing? Like, I don't understand, this is what I don't understand about people. This is what I don't understand about stupid people. I don't understand people who argue things. Why don't you want to be right? Why don't you want to get it right? Why are you, are you arguing? You're wrong. You are wrong. You can easily do a Google and find out that you are wrong, but you don't want to do that because I don't understand it. I don't understand why you're, you don't want to be right. I want to be right. So, perhaps that's why I argue or used to more than I should because I want to be, I want to get out what is right. Let's find what is right. If, if I'm not right, fine. But I happen to know that I am because I've looked it up and I've done research and I, you have not because you're saying things that are not correct. But I just, that's what I don't understand. If so many people, they don't want to be, they just want to argue. They want to argue and they want to say that what their opinion is and they want to talk about how they feel. I don't give a fuck how you feel. You're wrong. I'm sorry if being wrong makes you feel bad, perhaps if you fucking educated yourself, you wouldn't be wrong so much and you wouldn't feel bad about it. I don't know. Just throwing just throwing shit out here. But I'm just I'm just over it. And that and that rolls me nicely into this next topic. Which is one that I avoid, like the plague, but it has come up again and I just I'm so tired of it. I'm tired of people on the TL tweeting about colorism and not knowing what the fuck they are talking about. Okay? Colorism means in the world, not in the United States, in the world, for various reasons. My father says it's because when Africans ruled the world, um we sold our own people into slavery and we did all kinds of stuff to our own people and so now God has cursed us and until we undo that we will forever be in the wilderness I know that sounds like some whole tap nigga shit I don't know perhaps he's right all I know is we did we, all I know is people of color the Asians and the Egyptians and the, um, Indians and Native Indians in South America in, uh, if you, when you look at all of history we have ruled the world longer than the white people the white people really only came up after the fall of Rome the dark ages and then the renaissance they've been in charge white people for about a thousand years give or take all the rest of history they were savages and barbarians and not of consequence so in the whole line of history the time that the people of color have ruled the world is far greater than the time that Caucasians have, but somehow in that little thousand of years they have managed to convince a whole lot of people worldwide that they are better and they are superior and that they are the you know, chosen race that everybody else should aspire to even though nothing they have done has really forwarded civilization in any way all the, all the great things that have been done have been done by people of color and they just came in and either stole it and tore it down or, or stripped out the money and and you know I mean they were dying of plague all the way up until the um, 17th century in Europe because they didn't know the basics of hygiene and sanitation and they would almost die completely out just because they didn't know that you probably shouldn't have rats just running around you, you, you know, in your place biting you with fleas and shit basic shit, meanwhile Egyptians and Romans and everybody else had aqueducts and, and running water like, you know back in Jesus days right, um so this colorism topic comes up. It comes up a lot. It comes up in all different kinds of tech uh, contexts. But it came up recently because one of my faves, my new fave, Tessa Thompson, Ruth Nega, and a couple other people was announced are going to be starring in this movie um, about passing. Now, one of the, it's a myriad of reasons why I do not like the colorism debate, discussion, whatever, because most people don't, don't have the range, and really what people are talking about is, you know, they're dark skinned, and you know, whatever boy didn't like them when they were dark skinned, and so that, were, that, that makes, you know, and they call that colorism. What colorism is, is globally, there is a, a a bias against darker skinned people. Wherever you go, Andre, well, I don't know if he said it, he repeated it. Somebody said everywhere you go on the Earth, they, they always have a word for nigger. No matter where you go in the world, they have a word for nigger, which is the darker-skinned people. There's a bias against dark-skinned people, which is what, laid, what led to the slave trade in the first place, right? Africans are considered, you know, less than, not human, whatever the case. There's always a bias. That is what is meant by colorism. It's when you have a system, an institutionalized system, that is set up that preferences or, or um, oppresses people based on their skin color. Dark skin is seen as less dark skin is seen as, you know, we don't want we don't want that here you know, we want lighter skin, we want fair skin we all, that's what colorism is, it's the worldwide bias against people of darker skin, and in, in India they have the untouchables, it's the darker people, it's everywhere they all, all the untouchables, whatever word you have for nigger, if you go anywhere in the world, they have a word for it and it means darker skinned people that's what colorism is it is not the shit that y'all be talking about where such and such is light skin and she got curly hair and they liked her and they always put them on the, on, the, on, the, on the magazines that's not really it that's media representation of what they consider to be westernized standards of beauty I have a problem with that too because yes, there is a thing called western standards of beauty but it's not, it ain't what y'all be saying, here's the thing and there's no getting around this Racism and colorism are human, are structures that people put into place, like I said, to bias, to, to favor certain people and bias other people, right? But beauty is a universal standard. Human beings, they've done studies on this. They've done studies. Like, what, what, is, what makes people find other people attractive? What is it that makes, when, when, that, when a person walks in a room that is a Rihanna? Uh, Angelina Jolie, a uh, um, uh, Margot Robbie, a uh, um, uh, Idris Elba, a uh Brad Pitt. When these people walk into the room, what is it that makes everybody say that motherfucker is fine as fuck? Why does everybody find that person attractive? Because everybody does. It's not one or two people. Everybody finds. Those people what is it? And they've done studies and they've they've broken it down. I'm not gonna go into it, but they. It basically comes down to symmetry. There's people tend to. All through time, have tend to um, associate big foreheads with beauty. you look at old Egyptian sculptures, they always would they bind their skulls to make their foreheads big. Asians did something similar. Like that's something that human beings attribute to beauty. Um, nose bones, certain you know, we, we um, straight nose bones are preferred straighter, not straight, straighter nose bones are preferred to ones that are more spread out it has to do with symmetry lips we like fuller lips it has to do with symmetry so my point with all of that is beauty standards are universal when people say things like western beauty what they're really talking about is industries that have, for whatever reason, decided that they want—you know—we don't think these, this, this is—we be- don't think this is beautiful. We only want to big, this up white people. We only want to put Europeans on the cover because only we're beautiful. We only want to show our beauty, and everybody else has to live up to us. And a lot of people are convinced that that's the case. That's why you got all these people walking around with blonde hair and putting these color contacts in because they think that's what makes you beautiful. But that's not the case. I don't care how dark you are, or how light you are. If you walk in the room and you have that that symmetry. People are going to find, they might not admit it, but they're going to find you beautiful, because that is a, that is a, 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 a worldwide human trait that they have found, that they have studied. Um, what we have here in the United States, though, is unique, because we have the history of slavery. We, that, and, and basically, we instituted slavery, and we decided that black people were going to be slaves, they were not going to be human beings, they were going to be owned like cattle, and white people were going to be in charge. And so our entire country is founded on not just racism but also colorism because the the lighter you were or the closer you were to white or white appearing, white appearing, the more, uh, some say, advantage you get. I could do a whole argument on that as well because that's kind of a double-edged sword too. But the point is the colorism debate that is often had on Twitter That is not advanced, that is not interesting, and is not even correct. Is y'all like to take light skinned black people who clearly look like black people to most black people? Because here's the thing black people, ethnic people, colored people, we can all typically, we can always see ethnicity, and other people. They've done studies on this, too. There's a, there's a reason that white people say that racist shit about all black people look the same, or white people are not able to discern two different Asians from each other, because white people are not able to they've done studies, it's not just me talking, have, are not able to, to distinguish um, faces as well as color people. And it's funny that they say black people all look alike. I've always thought that was funny, because white people are the ones that all look alike. All of y'all look white black people we come in all different shades all different hair textures all different skin tones all different eye colors um, all varieties and y'all t- y'all just white all of y'all got you know the same stringy hair y'all got you know the eyes all pale like y'all all look alike it's 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 always been funny to me that they say all black people look alike we do not look alike at all um, we have the most variety of people um but Typically what they do is they take light-skinned girls, oh, this this person is passing, this is what passing, passing means that you have some kind of ethnicity in you, some kind of black, whatever it is, which most people in the United States do, because let me tell you something, during slavery particularly and after, there was a lot of slave. listen, blacks that got brought to this country, we weren't light-skinned, we was African, we got up to light-skinned because of inbreeding, because a lot of slave masters were going down and sleeping with the slaves and that's the whole reason why, they, it, it was written into the law slave codes, normally it's called paternity, because the, the what is it, the law follows the father so who, it's called paternity, because your, your, your fate is decided by your father, so if your father is black Then your race was black. If your father was rich, then you were rich. If your father doesn't, it doesn't go through the mother. In other words, so if if a man has a lot of kids with several women, he has to pay for all of those kids with several women. Those kids are considered under under the law, legally those kids are considered siblings. If the mother has two sons with one father and one son with another father under the law of of the time, that son with the other father, even though they come from the same mother, legally were not considered to be siblings. It went through the father. That's why it's called paternity. It follows the the father's line. So if you sired, whoever the father sired was considered siblings. The reason that's important is because during slavery times, a lot of slave masters and plantation owners and everybody else was having children with the slaves. But if we're going to use paternity, then you got to have to, all the first of all, all those ch- slave children are going to be yours, and you're going to have to support them. Can't have that. So they changed the law that for slavery, pater- it follows the mother, maternity. So what that means is If I have sex with my slave and I pregnant the slave, that's not my child. That's the slave's child. And the slave the child's fate follows the mother. So I can sell that child that slave. That child is also a slave. I can sell that child off wherever I want. I can sell the mother off wherever I want. I'm not financially responsible for that kid. That is not my child. However, it was. And meanwhile, the genes was getting all mixed up in the pool. So there's a lot of light-skinned people. There's black people. There's a lot of, you know, all different varies, all different hair textures, and that is why. But what people try, what people tend to do is they tend to take people who are light-skinned they want to call them racially ambiguous and all this shit. Racially ambiguous to who? None of these, most of these light-skinned girls that y'all put up there, anybody looking at them can tell that they were, they're, they're black. Meghan Markle, perfect example, who's like, she don't look black. What does look black mean? Because she looked black to me. She didn't look white. She looked black to me. Because I'm familiar with how black people look in all their shades. I know people that look... I've seen people more light-skinned than her that look like... Rashida Jones, perfect example. Rashida Jones is is Quincy Jones' daughter. She looks very Caucasian, but I can see that she's ethnic. Y'all just... What I'm trying to get at here is, y'all, you know, it's always a very basic low level conversation where people are really just talking about how people look. Don't they don't look black. What does that mean? You're not dark skinned. You don't have the kinky hair. You don't look super black. Therefore you're passing. That's ridiculous. Passing means that you look white enough that you can pass. And the reason it's called passing is because they pass. They they're white people. You don't know. They, they deny them ethnicity and they go marry a white person and they just make it. it's all listen, when you do the DNA of the United States that's why people who are Caucasian white sometimes come up with 50% DNA and they like where the fuck this black DNA come from well it came from your great 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 grandmother who you know the white man raped her mother or whatever the case and she had came out super white or white enough light skin enough cause that's all white people really cause white people can't tell ethnicity so you came out looking like Meghan Markle and to a white person that's a white woman even though it's not she's mixed but to a white person that looks white and Meghan Markle got her happy ass up and went out to San Francisco or wherever she was and and paraded herself around as a white woman and started a new life and nobody knew the difference that's passing that's what passing is it's not just being light skinned it's not just having curly hair it's not putting people up on how they look oh these are black women why? because they're super brown skinned that's ridiculous there are 100% black women who are light skinned Rihanna, her mother is brown skin. Her father, I think, is her father might be mixed. But visually, they look like two black people. Okay, it's 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 and that's why I don't like having a conversation because it's 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 silly. It's really just about how people look, and then it turns into who didn't like who and how all the all the boys like the light skinned girls. All and and you know. I don't know why light skinned girls say they got made fun of because they had a but Because they got made fun of. Because everybody in high school gets made fun of. Either you get called super black or you called light bright. It's everybody gets made fun of. Perhaps you think you were the only one because you know your world revolves around you, but you weren't. And you're the one that's thirty years old and not letting it go. Perhaps that's also the problem. Everybody gets made fun of in high school. Okay. This this colorism debate that y'all always want to have it always comes down to what a person looks like. I understand that they put, you know, the, the media prefers to put light-skinned people in magazines. I get it, but that's that's media representations. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't mean that. This is why I just want not like talking about this. There's so many layers to it. That doesn't mean that those women who are not. It doesn't mean that people don't consider dark-skinned women or whatever women beautiful they do it just means this industry has decided that they're going to put the light-skinned people on the cover um tessa thompson to me first of all is she looks she's dark i mean she's not dark-skinned but she's clearly not white ruth nega same thing clearly not white ruth nega t- to me can't even really pass um neither can tessa. Um, the closest I can like, if you didn't know Rashida Jones was Quincy Jones' daughter, maybe she could. But I don't really think so. Tracy um, Ellis Ross, like these are just light-skinned people. They're not passing. That's not what passing is. J. Edgar Hoover's grandmother was was black. That's a fact. You can Google it. You can look it up. J. Edgar Hoover's grandmother was black. You when you look at Jay Hoover to me, I can see the ethnicity in him, white people cannot but that's passing, it means you did not you cut, you deny, you don't claim your color at all and you move through the world as a white person that's what passing means, it don't mean being light skinned, it don't mean being quote fingers racially ambiguous, which is not a thing, racially ambiguous to who Tessa Thompson is clearly biracial um, who, who else Khalees is clearly biracial um, tracy ellis ross is clearly biracial a lot of light-skinned people are either clearly a biracial or they're just light-skinned um my family history is is crazy like i think i look biracial but when i was younger and even actually now to this day there are some white people who are surprised when i tell them i'm black like the most they might think is i'm latino which is crazy to me because i have my father's and my grandmother's Cherokee nose, like this long hook nose that we get from the Cherokee that's in our family, I have their nose. I think I look at least mixed, maybe even all the way light skinned. I don't know. When I tell my mother's side of the family though, straight gingers. All red hair. My mother's my hair was not as my grandmother's hair was fire engine red. Fire engine red. It's called her red. My mother's hair was red reddish, but not not as red as my grandmother's. My hair is red. People don't believe me because I keep it short, but when this, I, that's, I post a picture on my Instagram when I was younger, you can see it. My hair is red. When I get out in the sun, if I'm in the sun for a couple days, it turns red. It's shorter so it doesn't, it, you can't see it as much. But if I was to go out, and I'm not a kid. You know, when you're a kid, you play out all day and your hair gets red. But if I was to go sit out in the sun for two days, you would see my hair is red. It gets red. To the end, actually, in the summertime, if I'm out around the edges, it'd even be like a blonde, like a yellow blonde, because we have Scottish and Irish in the family on my grandmother's side. My grandmother had green eyes, like hazel eyes, right? Um, that she comes through my background. I told you, my family um originates in Louisiana, and anybody from Louisiana, y'all know, y'all know, they got it, they had a whole system down there called placage. Where a white man had his white family, and then he has black family. Um, so I just, <coughs> sorry, I just would like people. I just would like people to know what they're talking about, and I and I'm tired. I'm tired of y'all cheapening the, the debate about colorism it basically comes down to when you were in high school or whatever now the guys wasn't checking for you they was always checking for the light-skinned girls and that's what colorism is and they pass it and i'm tired of light-skinned girls taking all the dark-skinned roles like y'all sound really silly first of all people can cast whoever they want to cast okay um you know, a role like Nina Simone, yes. It should be a dark-skinned person because being dark-skinned was so much of her story and so much of what made her her. But some of this other shit, y'all just do too much. Oh, they stealing roles from dark skin? What are you talking about? First of all, it's an acting role. They're gonna cast the best actor. Um, People, it don't hurt to be good-looking. Not saying that dark-skinned people not look good-looking. That's not what I'm saying at all. Lupita Nyong'o is beautiful. She gets roles, okay? But it's like, if y'all want to have the conversation and really have it but What y'all really be doing is taking a little hurt from high school And a little hurt from middle school And, and trying to make it into something Like it's, it's these, Nobody's passing If you can look at a person and tell that they are not white Then they're not passing That's not what that means Everything It's like y'all just stole something at everything Really you just saying don't look black And that's what white people do White people look at people and say Oh well you don't look white, get over there That's not how it works Every, the, the history of this country is all mixing. It is. You go. I'm telling these Native Americans. I'm mixed up. You go out wet It's all kind of stories. Like we read, we read Western stories about like the Western towns where they have brothels. You know who was in those brothels? Fucking. Women from the East who had whatever their husbands died or they didn't have no money or whatever the case, they was mixed. Slavery was over, wanted nothing to do. Went outside, went out west, became prostitutes, made their money, went to San Francisco or whatever. The stories are wild. These little kind of breakdowns y'all try to do because somebody, some girl posted a picture of all four dark-skinned women. These are black women. It's like you don't know that them both of them women can be biracial. I know, I know somebody who is biracial that looks 100% black. You have to if she tells you she's biracial. You would crack up laughing, you would think she was, you know, trying to front, but her mother is Caucasian, she, her mother is 100% white, 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 and she looks black, she is the complexion of Kerry Washington, she is biracial, so it don't, it don't be, it, it, with, with black hair, I mean it's not, it's not like super kinky, but I mean it's black hair, right, black, but she's biracial. The shit don't be, the shit don't work how y'all think it does, and y'all sound really stupid making these arguments, like, all four of them girls could have been biracial, you don't know that, it doesn't work like that, it does not work like that, that's why when y'all take these DNA tests, and y'all be like, oh my god, how'd I get 68% Scottish, because it don't work like that, that's why. Like, y'all sound stupid, y'all sound dumb, cut it out, this is America, we are all, you have no idea what you are, it's not about how you look on the outside, that's not what colorism is, colorism is a system that, that oppresses darker skinned people, talk about that. That's what it is, not who looks black or who didn't want to talk to who or who don't, you know, I guess who don't want to be in a magazine, that could be a part of it, but that's not, that's, y'all not getting at the issue is the point, y'all not getting at anything, y'all just want to fucking argue and fuss and put people up and say ridiculous things and that's why those of us who don't want to discuss it, don't want to discuss it and y'all just be arguing with yourself because for what? And I just... It was just the most ridiculous thing. Like, some girl was tweeting... Oh... Somebody... Like, like they was fucking jackpotting everybody. Like, oh... I think it's funny that they cast casting these girls in a movie named Passing. But when I said they was passing... Them, but first of all, you don't even know what they being cast at is in the movie. Are they going to be cast as the ones that's passing? You don't know. They might get a whole slate of white women and <laughs> make them... You don't know that, first of all. Number one. and Number two yes we told you you are wrong because you are wrong none of these women are passing they're just light skin it's not the same thing that's not what it means nowhere on earth could Tessa Thompson go and somebody gonna think she's white she light skin but she ain't that goddamn light skin right, nobody would think she's white I'm trying to think of somebody I, I keep saying um Rashida Jones but even her um there's Eartha Kitt Eartha Kitt has a daughter I don't know her name but she has a daughter that has blonde hair and blue eyes and white skin that woman can pass. She is passing. She looks Caucasian. I'm trying to think who else. Um, uh, I don't know. But there's other people out there that are passing as white that are not. Latinos do it a lot, too. A lot of Latinos at front, you know, got, got some African up in them, and they, and they pass like they white. They get that light-skinned Cubans. A lot of like white cute quote-fingers white Cubans, but they ain't really white. Because Spaniards are white. The Spaniards are the Europeans. They came from Spain. But if you're from Cuba or any of them islands, that shit is Afro-Caribbean. That shit is that you started out brown. That shit is African. That shit is, that's why y'all playing them fucking bongos, Africans. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, if you if every if anybody's ever ready to have a uh, 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 actually, I'm not even gonna lie. I don't wanna talk about that shit at all, honestly, because. Again, everybody in this country is everything, and I get what y'all saying about, you know, darker skinned people, maybe, the, you know, dark skinned girls don't be on the magazines, dark skinned girls aren't considered attractive, I don't, I'm not sure if that's true, I, I have a type, I admit, I, I used to try to deny that I have a type, but I do, I have a type. But that doesn't mean that I don't like anything outside of my type. And I don't care how many think pieces you write and how many tweets you send. You, you're not gonna, ch- nothing gonna change. That's still gonna be my type. I'm still gonna like what I like. Um, you know, I don't, I don't. You know, it's like if you like chicken, that should, that's that's what you like. But that don't mean you won't eat nothing else. And um, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't find the conversation. Um, At all enlightening. I don't find it helpful. I just it just gets on my nerves, and every time I see it, I zoom past it, and I wish I would just stop. Um, all right, I've rambled on enough about that, and I've actually rambled on long enough. Um, so let's move on to Genghis Kicks. All I want to I don't have, so I just want to shout out some Vans. I used to didn't like Vans. I used to think Vans was corny, but I'm starting to come around to Vans i kind of like them they're comfortable they're cheap they got some fly colors and i'm trying to get into them i got a pair waiting on them to come now and um i'll put a couple pair up um they got some marvel joints that's coming out um there are some sneakers dropping but i'm holding on to them because i i'm gonna give them to y'all sooner than when they drop but this week been kind of dry been a couple of LeBrons that came out that sold out them joints are ugly frankenstein shoes um, and you know they keep re- they keep rele- what it is is summertime so they keep releasing the same shoe in different colors so I'm not just going to keep putting up the same shoe like they just re-released the Air Max 97s again in the gold I've already put them up they got a couple of the, um, more of the Nike 270s I already put them up like I'm not just going to keep putting up if it's a really fly unique color I'll put it up but for this week not so I just want to give a shout out to Vans it took me a long time to come around to y'all but like yo them joints be like $40, $50 and you can really hook a fit up with some Vans so you know Shout out to them. I put up a, a, a few um, few joints. All right, so that's it for this week. This is episode 164. Thanks for asking Kells Radio. Again, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for telling your friends. Please go on um, iTunes and rate me. I don't know what it does, but, like, supposedly it, like, does something, get you more views or more seen or something like that, which – is great and I appreciate it. So, if y'all could do that, um, I'll give you the email. It's thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. But just hit me up on Twitter at KMGZ, it's the easiest and I'll see it the fastest. Um, all right, y'all. Thanks. That's it. See y'all next week. Peace.